Hi, my name is Davey Rompersad, and I live an eventful life. From fashion shows to world travel, I've got a story to tell for just about everything, but I don't do it alone. My family is the heart of all that I do. I'm so glad that you're here to catch a small glimpse of what goes down at the Con House. Hi, I'm Davey Kana, and this is Con House. This is a podcast all about the really exciting things you would imagine happening in the life of a 12-year-old entrepreneur, influencer, and personality. And I want to help teens like me find and grow their passion through the interviews of my guests. Joining us today is Akai Jackson, the owner of IXL Today. Akai loves lacrosse, and some of his clients include some pretty well-known lacrosse players and teams. Akai, tell us about your business and relationship with lacrosse. My name is Akai Jackson, owner of IXL Today, a, pro- a professional development company who curates mindset shift programs through mental health, emotional health, social health, as well as financial health. So... A lot of people will try to figure out like what that has to do with with like the sport of lacrosse or anything like that. So, you know, the mindfulness piece. Right. So someone like you. Right. Your age group. Have you ever studied really hard for a test? Right. Maybe a Spanish test, a math test or a history test or something like that. Yes. Put hours into studying throughout the week. And then you take a test on Friday and all of a sudden the teacher puts the, the, the paper down. You're getting ready to take the test. And all of a sudden you just get flooded with emotions like. Oh my gosh, I'm so anxious. Oh my gosh, I can't remember anything. Maybe you have like, what do you call them? Like brain farts and stuff like that, right? You you... describe my math, my math class. (laughs) Right, so you go through experiences like that where, you know, sometimes, you know, you've got to recognize that there's an emotional like instability or there's like something wrong, right? And then you have to understand that there's an issue here and we have to label that properly. But one of the things that I would help someone in your age group do is teach you guys how to express that and how to regulate that so that that is not something that happens consistently over time. So if, let's say you took a, a, a math test two weeks ago and maybe had that experience working with someone like myself who spends a lot of time in mindfulness and teaching you how to control your emotions and making sure that we work from like the inside out and from the top down, right? It's, it's brain first, mind over matter, you know, that kind of stuff. It'd be teaching you how to recognize that, oh my gosh, I'm feeling anxious, but teach you how to express that you're anxious or express that you're confused or express that you're frustrated and then be able to teach you how to regulate that so you don't go from zero to 100 real quick right we go from maybe zero to 25 or zero to 50 and we can catch it right away and then teach you how to regulate that and operate on that and then over the course of time we can actually give you the tools necessary to where as though maybe you don't have those feelings or if you do they're just not as often does that make sense yes and then we'll be like well how does that deal with a sport like like lacrosse right so you know it's a very competitive sport um like like every sport right so you know a lot of kids or a lot of adults even right they have the same types of fears right it's oh my gosh, that team's bigger, that team's stronger, that team's faster. Or, you know, when I was coming up through the high school ranks and coaching, it was, well, they're the private school, so they recruit, right? Uh, So we only have the public school kids, but they can go out and get the best kids, right? So there was always an excuse for why why we could potentially lose the game and we hadn't even played the game yet, right? So so tapping into mindfulness uh, allows us to get rid of a lot of the self-limiting barriers that we place on ourselves and allow us to you know essentially face fear and go from just merely existing into excelling okay so i totally agree that is um and then like sports can like sports sports can translate to excelling in the classroom as well absolutely absolutely so by by being physically active that can also that can 
translate to better grades yes. and just more attention focusing on the in the classroom absolutely and vice versa you know being being a great student first right there's a lot of there's a lot of applications that go into being a great student right you got to be disciplined you got to be consistent you got to be dedicated right those three factors are very parallel to what would make you an incredible athlete and, and a great lacrosse player right we're talking about consistency right do you practice do you put the time in right are you a consistent player do you produce the same on the field right are you are you disciplined right like do you do you run the extra miles do you eat the right food do you get enough sleep like so those things are very 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 parallel so i'm going to do, i'm going to be doing lacrosse in january Perfect. I'm excited. and it is um i think it's beginner's level unless my mother signed me up for advance <laughs> then i'm going to need help i can get so remember that one time on soccer my mom said that she signed me up for beginner soccer and I come in, and this is like all-star athlete <laughs> soccer. And I'm just like, hold on. Because I put on like a pizza shirt, like a, pe- like a shirt with a pizza on it. Everyone else is wearing jerseys, which apparently it's like this like thing that everyone in soccer does. I didn't know. I wore a pizza shirt. And for the rest of the week, they're calling me pizza girl. Okay. Oh, p- yeah, pizza girl. I was just like, okay. This is how it's gonna be. So here, this is how it's gonna be. There's one kid who was taller than all the other kids. I wish I could see him against my my friend plays soccer, and I tell her every single time he plays soccer, look out for that kid. Just never find him again. So the crazy thing with something like that is, if if let's say I was involved with with you or a kid that has had this the similar experience, right? One of the things we talk about in mindfulness is making sure again that that we have confidence with everything that we do, regardless of what happens, because the validation doesn't come from the world. Like the validation is gonna come from you. So one of the things that we put in application all the time, it's part of my program, is affirming. Like you've got to affirm yourself. You have to confidently speak powerful words about yourself to yourself. Like what you say when you talk to yourself is extremely important. So if if you validate you, right, if you're strong and bold and confident, right, and, and you're conquering and you're and you're a warrior, like a warrior, not a warrior. When you are faced in situations where maybe something looks a little bit more put together than you do at that current moment, right? Like like you said, they look like all-stars and I was just wearing a pizza shirt. Well, what if we had put something in place where you were affirming yourself confidently and boldly? Maybe you would have felt a little bit less intimidated, maybe a little bit less I don't belong here and and actually would have not been able to pay so much attention to how you were feeling and then go and perform like the athlete that you are. But what I lacked in skill, I made up for in comebacks because okay. if that kid ever tried to say something to me, <laughs> I, was, I was ready. <laughs> right. Okay, so give me the basics. How is it played and what are the positions of lacrosse? So l- lacrosse is such a it's such a beautiful sport, right? It's it's a pure sport, in my opinion, and it's actually the oldest sport in this country, right? It's it's a it's a war game. We call it the creators game. So it was it was basically founded by Indians, right? And it's actually how the Indians settled um, settled disputes over like land and and cattle, right? <clears throat> so they used to play it for for miles, and it's just it's just how they settled settled disputes, right? So um, here in, in modern day, the the positions are uh, attack or attackers for uh, the woman's side. You have midfielders, you have defenders, and you have a goalie. So th- those are the positions. So the okay. So there's like 
ten girls in each team? Like ten girls in each team? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, like the boys, the boys will play. Essentially, it's broken up into uh, a half, right? So on on the men's side, you play six on six. So on offense, you're, you know, you've got usually three middies and three attackers against the other team's three middies and you know three or four defenders, just depending on the scheme of the defense, and then a goalie. Okay, so (laughs) he just like okay, so I know like he can like scoop it from the ground, like cradle it, pass it to each other, Mm -hmm. get into the goal. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's exactly Um, it. (laughs) That's and that's just exactly it. Like it's kind of like football where you have to get to the other side. So um, it's actually got principles of football, soccer, hockey, basketball, all all kind of rolled into one. So. So remember, it's the creator's game. So all of those other sports are actually symbolized from lacrosse, not the other way around. So hockey, how you can go behind the goal to, to score goals, you can do that in, in lacrosse. Wait, so you can go behind? Yeah. How would that work, though? Because, like, you can't the, – the goal's right here, and you go behind it. How would you shoot? So you can run and control offenses from back there. So it's actually a very – like on like, on offense, it's actually a very dangerous place to be. So so you can you settle offenses down there, and you can actually run offenses from we call it X. So when you're behind the cage, you're actually looking like from behind the goal this way, and you can signal and run offenses from there. Oh, so like you can like pass it to somebody who's coming this coming, coming in this yeah because you got to think if I'm if if I'm behind the cage, the goalie's facing me. So if I pass this way, the goalie's got to turn around and find his or her positioning again. So if I make a quick pass here and this person catches it and they're ready to shoot, it puts a goalie at, in an unfair advantage. So it's actually a very good place to run an offense from. So we call, we call it X. It seems like very unfair, like like ganging up on someone kind of a... But, just, I mean, but you still have the same equal amount of players unless, unless, wow. unless there was a, a penalty. So you have, So again, like hockey, you can play man down or man up. So let's say... You know, my team is the Jacksons and your team is the Connors and the Connors create or have a, a, a foul against me. One of your players is going to go sit in a penalty box for could be 30 seconds, could be a minute or could be like a non-released penalty. Meaning regardless of if there's a goal That's scored, the no, if there's a goal scored, you're locked in the box for an extended period of time. It could be 30 seconds. It could be a minute. It could be two minutes. Right, <clears throat> depending on the, the depending best? on what the foul is, uh, I I think the longest I might have seen is maybe like one minute unreleased or non-released. Um, That's not that bad. So, but I mean, in the sport of lacrosse, because the game moves so fast, it only takes you six seconds to score a goal from beginning to to end. So, I mean, if you're if you're a man down on defense, I mean, you could the offense if they're good, they can rattle off two, three, four, five goals in one minute. It, it moves that fast. That's why it's such a beautiful game. It never stops. It's, it's yeah, just continuous. The only, the only stoppage is, you know, um, calling penalties and a face-off. Other than that, the game just constantly moves. You don't have to necessarily wait for a ref to do anything. If the ball goes out of bounds, there's a ball right there for you to pick back up and get moving. Like, it just oh. never stops. Yeah. Yeah, That's why like, it's the fastest game on two feet. In other games, because, like, it's just, like, you can get six scores in the span of, like, an hour. Mm-hmm. And, like, football, for example, you get, get six scores on one team, five scores on another, and in the span of, like, an hour. Like, yeah. It's just good, it's good, slow. Good lacrosse, you're going to get 
a good, a good lacrosse game, you, your scores are going to be 10, 11, 12, 13 goals, somewhere in there. Okay, so while we're talking about girls lacrosse, let's talk about the difference between boys and girls lacrosse. The difference between boys and girls lacrosse are these like primary factors. Equipment, dimensions of the field, and contact. Those are those are the three biggest uh, dif- differences between could, men's and women's lacrosse. Men check people. <laughs> uh, you like you like kind of sort of can. There's just a there's like a loving way to do it, right? <laughs> like it's it's loving not as you. it's not as it's not as uh, it's not as uh, aggressive. Ag- that's a great word. It's not as aggressive as as the as the men's um, as the men's side. But don't don't get it wrong. The the women. Um, phenomenal athletes phenomenal athletes and they play really really hard so over the last five six years of my career i've actually spent more time on the women's side than i have on the men's side so um you know i've gotten an opportunity to work with some some of the the high schools where where i'm from um and then a lot of colleges across the country and you know they're they're just they're incredible athletes right you have to have great hand-eye coordination Right. Like footwork is extremely important. You got to put all that together at one time. Right. And then not to mention the fields. I mean, it's a football field in length. Right. So you got to be able to run. You got to be able to consistently run. So you're talking sprinting and long distance over an extended period of time. Yeah. So like track would be good, like a good um, cross sport, cross sport. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if you're, you know, so what what we've been able to do in the sport of lacrosse, um, you know, and how we actually grew this game in South Florida, really, we were we would find soccer players, we would find basketball players, we would find volleyball players, we would just find athletes, right? And we would literally say, hey, like, what are you doing in the spring? We'll teach you how to throw and catch, but we just need the the athletes, right? And and it's just such a it's just a great sport for any athlete to be able to, you know, come from the sport that they're used to playing and have success and play lacrosse. Tell me, <laughs> okay, on this note, what is the craziest lacrosse story you have ever heard of uh, or experienced? I mean, okay, so it's, it's I guess it's kind of like a tricky question, but I'll answer it like this. At uh, the University of Central Florida, where I was the strength and conditioning coach for, for four years, right, we actually have a tradition around this time. It's it's our Halloween practice, right? It's it's actually the it's the usually the last practice before Halloween. All the coaches and all the players they dress up in Halloween costumes and we practice in Halloween costume. <laughs> so you know you've got uh you know all, all the guys are in full helmet, full pads, you know stick gloves and everything, and they're like you know running down the field and. Maybe they got a raccoon tail on or, you know, maybe someone was a tiger <laughs> or, you know, they we have like paint, you know, so they're, you know, they wear, you know, anything on their face, whatever the case may be. So that's 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 probably like one of the the coolest or one of the fun traditions that we had when it came to that. Um, another another one um, being involved in on the women's side, there was actually a very dominant team here in the state of Florida at the high school level. It was Vera Beach um, in 2007. They lost to Lake Brantley High School, which is where I actually uh, coached on the men's side. And then they won 145 straight games in the state of Florida, never lost to an in-state appointment, and won 10 straight state championships. I was uh, the strength and addition coach for Bishop Moore High School, and Bishop Moore ended that streak. So um, that, to me, it might not sound like a crazy story, 
But when you're a team that ends another team's 145, 10-year, like, record, you're, you're, just, you're just on cloud nine. And to make it better, uh, Bishop Moore won states that year. It's 2017. Wait, so you coached the team that ended their streak. Mm-hmm. That's cool. That yeah. is cool. Yeah. So as as their strength and conditioning coach, yeah, that was such a great, great experience. And then, like I said, they they ended up winning states that year. That's cool. Like 140. And you said that the game moves fast, so that very fast. That would be pretty hard to do. So yeah, I mean, you know, at at one point, you know, you you just look at some schools or some places or some teams that are just like the pinnacle of what you want to become. Right. So at the high school level during that time on, on the boys side, it was actually uh, St. Andrews High School, which is out of Boca, if I'm not mistaken. Um, St. Andrews High School on the boys side, they had won eight, nine, ten straight state championships and hadn't lost a game to an in-state opponent. And then on the girls side, it was Vero Beach. So I coached at Lake Brantley. We wanted to beat St. Andrews every <laughs> like every time we played and we just we just never did. And then on the girls side, it was Vero Beach. So. <clears throat> to, to be a part of, um, you know, a, a program that, you know, ended that streak and then a, a part of a program that actually won states with an incredible group of girls and great coaches, uh, that 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 was just a very unique experience for me in the sport of lacrosse. For yeah, sure. I bet. Like, boys and girls never cross, right? In lacrosse? Like, no. A whole girls team, whole boys team? Correct. Never lacrosse. Never Correct. Cross. Okay. Correct. Because <laughs> I was thinking, like, because you were saying, like, the, oh, okay, so, like, the girls and had their streak, and the boys had their streak. Correct. And do they ever get competitive against each other? No. Like the only the only thing the only thing that makes it co-ed now, um, the because the game is growing so fast, right? There's actually something called speed lacrosse. So speed lacrosse is not like it's not collegiate. It's not. Uh, it's not. It's just it's rec. Um, and it, they basically they they the creators of this game. They made it so that you can basically pop it up anywhere and play. So, you know, they have it's pretty basic. All you need is a field and like your stick. Your... Really, honestly, not even a field, like a parking lot or sand because you can play at the beach or just any space where there's in any area where there's space. And, you know, it comes, you know, it comes with sticks. You have the ball and then you, you, you you're playing three on three with no goalie. Like so there's there's some rules, but it's a great starting place for us to be able to like put the sticks in young people's hands, young kids' hands, right? And then teach them how to play, you know, two versus two, three three versus three, and teach them how to understand spacing and, and timing and gaps and how to time passes and stuff like that. So um, the only the only transition or the only thing that I've seen where there's any co-ed related anything from any level would be direct level with, with speed lacrosse. So like if you're going to the gym, um, could that like like... Building up muscle help you with lacrosse? Building muscle or, absolutely helps you with lacrosse. Or building like endurance, which one we better? You need both. Oh, okay. Yeah, you absolutely need <laughs> both. <laughs> muscle and endurance. You need both. Remember, seriously, we we are we are very we're not far from the principles of the creator game. It's still fast. It's still a a warrior's game. Like you know, the, like I said, don't get it. Just because I can't take you and like legally hit you with the stick like I can in boys lacrosse on the women's side, it's aggressive. It's aggressive. You know, there's, there's, you know, you can't like throw yourself into, you know, another person, but veering and like, 
you know, your your body being competitive against another person's body and that person being competitive and their sticks involved. Like, yeah, it gets it gets it gets testy. It gets, <laughs> you know, really yeah, intense. it gets. Yeah, it's a very intense game. It's a very, very intense game. OK, very, so very. true or false, it has been said that lacrosse is the fastest sport on two feet. Absolutely. OK, <laughs> well, Absolutely. could you elaborate on that? Um, it's the fastest it's the fastest sport on two feet because it never stops. Like, so I want you to, so there's think, no like halftime. Oh, there, there's halftime, but I mean, it never stops. Like you take football, right? Um, foot footballs, it's a fast sport. It just, it's go, 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 go. But like the timing almost stops every like 30 seconds. Like the ref has to place a ball. And then, you know, as the quarterback, you know, you're looking at defensive schemes and stuff like that. So literally, I think they say the average, um, the average play in football lasts, between like four and six seconds. And then you get technically a 30 second break every four to six seconds. So the players are moving fast and people are running fast. The ball's coming out fast and things like that. But there's start a little bit of stop, start a little bit of stop, start a little bit of stop. And lacrosse, the game is constantly moving until the ball goes in the net and then they set it down and then you're off to the next one. So the average time that you can go with play actually happening it could be two, three, four minutes up and down, running, checking, up and down, running, checking, running an offense, up and down, loose ball. Like it's this, this it just never stops. It just never so, stops. When the ball's on the ground, it's a free game to anyone, right? Free game. Oh, and it's a, <laughs> yeah, it's free game. It's, it, it, and yeah. then, so if I'm not mistaken, it's just thrown up and then is it just like thrown up or is it placed in the middle? To, the to start it like a face off? Yeah, start it. Uh, they're different on the boy side and the girl side. So on the boy side, the ball is placed um, at you know at midfield, um, and you know it's it's me versus you, and the object is for us to get our stick on the ball before you do, and then we either you know scoop it out or you know we pull it back or something along those lines to get first possession of the ball. On the girl side, it's called a draw. We're both standing upright, your stick versus my stick in the air. And then we have the ability to dictate where the ball goes based on who who gets the draw first. So we can we can throw it up, we can pull it back, we can rake, we can do a lot of different techniques, and it's it's a very complex part of the game, but it's a fun part of the game too. So is it two girls up against each other, or is it the whole team? It's two girls initially, or two boys, or two men initially, and then once the whistle blows and they get going, then basically it's it's the whole team trying to find out where the ball is getting ready to pop out from. And then once the ball is out, it's live, and it's a, it's a free-for-all for it. And then different people have different positions? Like, are there different plays like football? There are different plays. Uh, the plays are more like basketball. So, you know, there's picks, there's pick and rolls, there's pick and pops, there's there's mumbo pops, there's screens, there's all sorts of variations. The cuts are kind of like football. You have banana cuts, you have V cuts, you have question mark cuts, you have different types of ways to get open and free, um, you know, to, to get the ball. Okay, so obviously all these plays make you a good player. Mm -hmm. So if you were to get to college level or mm -hmm. high school level mm -hmm. would this sport get you into college on a full scholarship um yes this sport has the ability to get you a full scholarship on the men's and the women's side it does to ivy leagues and any hometown. any 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 school that offers lacrosse um 
absolutely so lacrosse is a little bit different so you know the two primary sports at any school that will give you full rides are going to be football and basketball every other sport you tend to get a partial scholarship where this the sport might offer 15 or 20 scholarships um but most of those are not going to be full they'll spread 15 or 20 scholarships around over you know, 8, 9, 10, 12, 15, 15 players versus football. It, it tends to be a full scholarship yeah, or basketball. Scholarship. It's a full scholarship. If you're a All-American, like a high school All-American, uh, one of the best in the country, you, you you actually might get a full scholarship. Like there are opportunities and places and spaces for that to be uh, afforded to you. It just depends on the school and that particular situation. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. What makes, and lastly, what makes a good lacrosse player or an exemplary one? Um, I, I think I think what makes a good lacrosse player or an exemplary lacrosse player, uh, I think it's the same thing that makes you just a good athlete, right? Um, I always tell my kids um, or any even my professional athletes, right? It is like, I don't care about your ability. We care about your dependability, right? Like if... If we need you to execute something on a field, right, can we depend on you to do that? So if 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 we need a goal, we need a ground ball and a goal, can I depend on you to go get the ground ball and score the goal? Um, we need to win this face off as as my FOGO or you know my my draw, right? Can I count on you to win this draw? Can I count on you to be more competitive? Can I count on you? Can I depend on you to do whatever it is your job description is like on our team, right? A goalie. Right. Your your save percentage of your, you know, high 50s, low 60s. That's great. Can I depend on you to do that night in and night out? Yeah. Right. Are you going to be the same? Like if you're an exceptional player, right? Like I've, I've had the privilege of being with um, some high school All-American goalkeepers over over the last five years. Right. Can I depend on you to be that high school All-American goalie every time on the field or am I going to get you on Monday and I get you on Wednesday? Right. Yeah. Like, thankfully, you know, my girls have always been consistent. My, my boys have always been consistent, right? One of the things that we, we just spend a lot of time on is making sure that they are dependable, making sure that they are consistent, making sure that also, they are disciplined. their attitude about the game could be an important factor. Absolutely. Like, having a bad attitude going in is definitely going to, like you said in the beginning, having a bad attitude going in is definitely going to mess up your game. Absolutely. Absolutely. And again, with what I do in mindfulness, it, it's very, very important to, to do that. So, you know, we have ways of like physically um, putting people in the right mental space to do that. Right. Like one of the traditions um, that 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 my best friend, you know, who actually coaches at Flagler College right now, one of the things that, that we've put in place where, you know, our kids aren't allowed on the field before game time or before practice time. And all of our attackers line up their sticks in one place. Our middies line up their sticks in one place. And then our deep holes and our goalies line up their sticks in one place. And it's off the field, right? Nobody's allowed on the field before practice time or game time. And then we all line up on the sideline and we just start talking, right? We start breathing and inspiring certain things with them, right? And sometimes it's like, all right, fellas, like we're here to work, right? It's it's business as usual, right? This is, this is going to be a tough team. You know, we're tougher. And we're just kind of going through the mental checks of, be prep, be prepared, those types of things. And then as soon as we say, let's go and we step on the field as one unit, it is one of the coolest things ever. But that's how we say like, hey, leave everything that's bothering you off the field, right? 
hey, if you if you're stressed, leave it off the field. If you're upset, leave it off the field. Like everything that is going wrong, leave it off the field, and then we take care of business on the field. And it it was just such a cool thing for us to to put into place, right? And and just to kind of watch these transitions happen over time, it's it's just been it's 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 been it's been great. The sport of lacrosse has been very very good to me. Well, now I'm excited to play lacrosse this January. Thank you for joining me. Please yeah. make sure you follow my main on Instagram at I am Davy Kana, spelled D E V I K H A N N A, and Kana House on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And you can always email me at davyduckrom at gmail.com to join me on Kana House, talk business ideas, help beauty trends or tell me about your latest ventures and tell me where they can find you. You guys can find me on Instagram at akai, A-K-A-I dot Jackson and the number 22. You can also find me on Facebook, first name Akai and last name Jackson. And that's where you guys can find me or my website. It is ixl.today.